the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Well, surprise, surprise. It's Rob Black's in for CFP. Chad Burton. Talking about what we're going to see on Wall Street today. And talking about what's working, what's not working, what we're expecting in the second half of 2020, and what happened in the first half, and how we could uh, try to like put it all together, so to speak. A lot happened yesterday. A lot going on in Congress. A lot of sausage making in the world of politics. For instance, the next stimulus bill is getting heavily discussed at this point in time. Now. You can't spend a trillion dollars and hide it very easily. And that's one of the beautiful things about it. We know a big old bazooka of stimulus is coming. Another one. Just as this one may be drying up a little bit. Drying up in the unemployment benefits. Not necessarily draw, drying up in other areas where it was supposed to help over the long term. So Senator Pat Toomey. He is a Republican out of Pennsylvania. He said this morning on CNBC, and oh, it's ungodly to watch politicians on television at times uh, when they're on financial media. He thinks a, stim- a stimulus bill gets passed in the next two weeks. So to me and you, he's telling us, hint, hint, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. If things get a little bit dicey, something's coming. He said COVID-19 was the final straw for many large cities that have been poorly managed for an extended period of time. The blame game is going around. He said there was already $486 billion in funding sent to state and local governments. That's a big thing right now that the ramifications we're going to be dealing with for the next year, two years, five years. States have spent an enormous amount of money shutting down. And they've looked to the federal government and said, like a hurt dog, like, um. I, I'm pretty sure you can expect higher taxes. CFP, Chad Birch, and myself did a webinar that's available for rebroadcast this week only now at newfocusfinancial.com. Um, you can go sign up and get it. But one of the things he talked about and that I talked, you know, kind of it saturated it on me. Retirement's going retirement to be more expensive. And just to show you how events happen in your life. That you have to say, oh, I get it. Retirement should be more expensive. This is one that came, uh, you know, hit the the inflation speed bump, so to speak. And like, oh, it just made retirement more more expensive. And we don't even know that yet. But when you spend trillions of dollars, eventually you have to pay for it in taxes or inflation or both. So. Um, the amount of money that's going to be going into stimulus is going to kind of create a positive slash negative, short-term positive, long-term question mark. Gold has been moving higher pretty aggressively. But you know what's really weird is so have big cap tech companies. 
and they're not supposed to go hand in hand. When you stimulate an economy and you create inflation, it, it it's problematic on the uh, money supply side. Governments think, okay, we're inflating the economy. Too much is too much. Too little is too little. Somewhere right in between is just right. Moderation creates moderate inflation. Moderate growth, moderate inflation. Fast growth, fast inflation. That's kind of the simple idea there. Um, <clears throat> so be ready for it. And it, it's good news, bad news. But gold's been moving higher on the inflation side of rebooting an economy. Tech stocks have been moving higher on the – they've been a in the right position, the right play at the right time on COVID-19. Treasury yield still is very problematic, sitting at 61 basis points. That's telling you danger, danger. Remember the robot from Lost in Space? The classic one, not the Netflix reboot. You go, danger, well, Robert's in danger. That 10-year Treasury is telling you our economy stinks. Now, it's, it's kind of sad. It's kind of pathetic. Baseball has come back, and how long it stays, we don't know. Um, still awaiting, but they seem to be set to move forward, which is fine. But baseball's come back, and we're starting to reopen the economies uh, slowly but surely. Uh, Bill Gates said something lovely this morning. He said, uh, by the end of the year, death rate should slow. That's lovely. I mean, with or without a vaccine, it's just nice to hear, in my opinion. Um, 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Spain's unemployment rate hit 15.33%. So as we even get through this whole COVID thing, we're, we're doing it on a stock market level because of cheap money. We're not booking record number of flights. We're not booking record number of hotels. We're not booking record number of uh, leisure getaways. We're tightening. We're not losing. We're tightening. So we're seeing our stock market do very, very well. But don't forget there's 15.3% unemployment in Spain. There's 15% almost unemployment in the United States. This isn't good. This isn't like we're... We're not doing it on the right side of it. Ten-year treasury selling something's horrible. So governments have opened up money supply. We didn't come up with a cure for cancer. We didn't come up with – we didn't put man on Mars. Well, there's no internet that suddenly can move things with your mind. Maybe. But not yet. But maybe. There's still a backdrop of things aren't great out there. And to give you an idea of what I mean by that. 25% of cars in the U.S. are at least 16 years old as the vehicle age hits record high. We're driving a lot of dilapidated cars right now because we're, we're, we're concerned about our finances. That's good news and that's bad news. It's also good news that we're making cars that last longer. But again, short term, the fleet's really old. Long term, we have to replace that fleet of cars in theory, Right. <laughs> 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. I see that uh, Spain is having a big old spike in resurgence of COVID. For me, we're not going to get into, is Spain doing it right? Is Spain doing it wrong? We're not going there. 
what we're going to say is travel still looks pretty dicey for the world. Still looks pretty dicey. A lot of people still don't want to do it. Pfizer shares are rising today after better than expected earnings and a higher 2020 outlook. That's one of the best parts about what we're doing right now. We're in smack dab in the middle of earnings season. This week, not only do we get the big tech companies testifying to Congress, but we also are going to get the big tech companies reporting earnings. The Facebooks have to go to Congress to say, we are not a monopoly. We are not evil. Apple needs to go to Congress this week and say, we are not a monopoly. We are not evil. Google will do the same thing. And what's interesting is during this questions and answers, Wall Street will be listening very carefully. What we want to hear is how do the big tech companies, Microsoft, Apple, Amazon, Google, Facebook, maybe Netflix, but not really. How do they appear to the United States government and say, this is how we're going to not be monopolistic? This is how what they're doing here is a little bit of a dress rehearsal for how they have to sell it to the public and how they have to sell it to Congress on a bigger picture. Right now, they're being asked questions. But their lawyers are crafting their answers as to how they craft their companies. It's going to be a good week on Wall Street, trust me. Uh, We're only not even halfway there yet. It's Rob Black sitting in for CFP this week and this week only. Chad has decided to open up the vault, the recording, so to speak, of the webinar. You can find it from last week at newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. I'm Rob Black sitting in for Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and Your Money live on the Bay Area Airwaves. Weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW and streaming live on the KDOW radio app or KDOW.biz. I'm Rob Black. Sitting in for CFP, Chad Burton, talking about the economy, talking about investing. I do a slightly different show than Chad for years. I've set myself up as the wealth accumulator. He set himself as the wealth uh, preserver, a little bit different. I was going to say distributor, and then I said preserver, preservation, and oh, it just comes out of mess, but you get the idea. Um, so it's a little different of a show. Thanks for being patient with me, uh, juggling today schedule, so... He's helping me out as I sit in for him. So Apple, Microsoft, Amazon, Alphabet, they're all kind of on the hot seat with earnings this week. But they're also all talking with Congress. And they've been big leaders. At some point, a stock stops going up. It goes up in a a market. It melts up, and we're like, hey, this is great. This is a lot of wealth. This is easy. This is fun. Look, I made more money today. But at some point in time, you have to sell stuff and show earnings. Yesterday, Google said, yeah, workers don't have to come back until 2021 spring. You're like, whoa, this is getting pushed out. Interesting, no? Uh, Three at McDonald's fell short of expectations um, as did Harley Davidson, JetBlue, and Centene. Earnings season is this is a good one to watch because <clears throat> this is supposed to be as bad as it gets. Second quarter 2020. Now that we've moved into the month of July, we're reporting earnings from the last three months, and that's considered to be as bad as it gets. Generally speaking, we still understand that there are some businesses that if they were investable would be horrible. Oh, like a foot massage place. 
hasn't come roaring back. But haircuts started to come back in the last 90 days. And if they were publicly traded haircut places, we'd be like, oh, this is as bad as it gets. But they've started to open back up. So this, we're going to look for that. You don't have to be perfect right now. We don't want you to be perfect. Um, the GOP, the Republicans, yesterday unveiled a $1 trillion proposal with another tranche of $1,200 of direct stimulus. Very interesting. Now, inside of that extra $1,200, well, hey, you get it because you're good looking. Now, you get it because they want votes at this point in time is my assumption. But I'm, again, sarcastic and cynical. But they're also throwing in things like liability for businesses. $105 billion for schools. Tax incentives to rehire workers. Enhanced unemployment benefit of $200 per week versus the one that just is getting ready to expire this week of $600, which is currently in place. That's a pretty major reduction to the point of the GOP doesn't want, in theory, to say, here's a check, stay at home, do nothing. In theory, that's what they think liberals' perspective is. So in a stimulus bill, that's like the easiest thing to shotgun and say, that looks wrong. $600 cut down to $200. Um, and Senate Minority Leader uh, Schumer has said that $200 is kind of pathetic. And it basically means the stimulus doesn't get done. Well, at least this week it doesn't. Because if House Speaker Pelosi and Senate Minority Leader Schumer are saying that the $200 is a non-starter, that people need more, we're not going to get by on just that. It, I want my trillion dollars. That's what the Wall Street's going to say. I want my trillion dollars. Where's my trillion dollars? I want more than another trillion dollars of stimulus. I need another trillion dollars of stimulus. It's not coming. Not this week. Uh, politicians have to you know, gruel it out. And then in about 100 days, or over the next 100 days, as they're running for re-election, you're going to hear about how we fought for that at $300 instead of 200 We fought for that 200 instead of 600 because, my golly, we opened up the economy. Like, it's all political sausage making right now. Pfizer and Biden Tech. I hate the name. It's bio and then N and then tech. So it's three things, bio and tech. Bio and tech. It's not fun to say. They and Pfizer said they've chosen a lead mRNA vaccine candidate against COVID-19 and are starting a phase two, three study group of 30,000 participants. Yesterday we had Moderna say that. But yesterday we also had baseball run into a what do we do now? It's choose your own adventure of an economy, of a COVID recovery play. We have two players test that it becomes A, do we A, play ball that day, B, wait it out, C, like we're kind of choosing our own adventure there. But yesterday we got the good news. There's more drugs, more vaccines moving closer to maybe getting it right. Now, a, this is a different type of therapy being developed as a vaccine. I, I don't understand it all. The RNA, it's the yeah, ribonucleus. It's like, I don't even know how to explain it. So it may or may not work. 
a lot of what we're doing right now, we're developing very rapidly on a lot of promise from the 2000s. When companies went genetic with their research and they left molecular science and went with genetic science, um, if Moderna is able to get this right and BioNTech get it right, in theory, the therapies for cancer, the therapies for HIV, the therapies for COVID all should benefit from a novel way of thinking about how to fight it. Now, here's the problem. This sounds like a speech from a horror movie or a sci-fi movie. Well, doctor, we've developed it in the lab and we don't know. It should kill the monster, but – and that's where we're at with this. We don't know. Maybe it's, it's a, a – maybe we're pulling so much science forward in developing this so quickly that it's a great thing for society for the long term. Or maybe it just doesn't work and we're going to be back to phase one or level one or step one. One of those things. You get the idea. So two companies are moving into phase three studies while they wrap up their phase two studies. This is unprecedented. This is something we're going to look back at COVID-19 and say this changed the world for a good thing, not a bad thing. Um, You know, me and my spouse, we were talking yesterday about, I said, you know, as I hit 60, I can see myself wearing a mask when I go out to get groceries forever. I'm not 60. But I said, when I turn 60, when I, when I become of the age of the flu where it kills you, I can see this as a more like you, you see that it's not necessarily a bad thing that we got used to it now. Same thing with a lot of the technology companies. Why are Microsoft and Apple and Amazon doing so well? Because we've changed the way we behave. We're working from home more, consuming more technology. We're trying to break away from going to work and staying at home to work. Some of the changes are going to be very, very positive coming out of COVID. I know it sucks, and that's all I got for you. (laughs) Some changes are going to be good. Hey, that webinar is in replay mode at newfocusfinancial.com. Go check it out today at newfocusfinancial.com. I'm Rob Black, sitting in for CFP Chadbert. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. I'm Rob Black sitting in for CFP Chad Burton. It's starting to head towards the end of summer, which, boy, that was the strangest summer ever, right? The summer of 2020. Good news and bad news is we seem to be working through the COVID, but we didn't really want it. We kind of would have liked the status quo of the economy. We're heading towards an election. I think roughly 100 days or a little bit less now. That's going to be dramatic. The Democrats are talking as if, I don't know, I don't want to say the Democrats. A Democrat or two has said, I don't think Trump's going to go quietly. And (laughs) that tells me, like, Wall Street may be in for a little bit of, ladies and gentlemen, please fasten your seatbelts in November. The hanging Chad thing got Wall Street into a tizzy a few years back. Who was elected president? Popular vote. Who was elected president with? Yeah, we're going to throw some votes out in this company. The state suddenly wins. I don't know. I'm not a politician sausage guy, but I can tell you it's going to be dramatic. Also, as we're moving into the phase three trials of COVID, 
we're starting to line up companies that can manufacture it. So we, we feel pretty confident that this is going to happen. I think Fujifilm just got a big grant from the government to like, hey, make your factory ready for COVID-19 vaccines because they're coming. As we move into that, and it's just, I was talking to my wife about this, and this is so, it's just hideous. A lot of people die every year of the flu, and I think that's one of the things that got very confusing this year with COVID-19. Um, is it just a seasonal flu or not? Is it a weapon-grade vac- uh, flu that was unleashed from a lab? It, it, it's divided the world in, in more ways than one, mass, no mass. Government may, Chinese, did we do the right things? Do we do the wrong things? Do we have enough testing? Do we not have enough testing? Do we have enough ventilators? Do we not have, like, it, it's, it's a very big fight, right? So as we move into the fall, and let's say there is a vaccine, there's still going to be a situation where people don't want to take the vaccine. Americans are pretty stupid when it comes to science, and that's just a fact, if your education ended at high school, your understanding of science is going to be less than if it ended in college, if you took a college science class. But I'm not saying you did or done it. But people are pretty divided on this one. And there's going to be the vaccinators and the non-vaccinators, the mask wearers, the non-mask wearers. So even when there's a vaccine, the death rate will slow down for sure. Bill Gates said that today. He said by the end of the year, the death rate should slow down dramatically on its own. But then we get into the situation of if baseball can't keep a bunch of millionaires safe, how can we send our kids back to school? If the Seattle, not Seattle, if the Florida Marlins can't keep their staff from getting a teeny tiny little flu, how can we stop our kids from getting it? And there's a debate. Bill Gates has even said, well, I'm not going to quote Bill Gates on this one. But something along the lines of psychologically, it would be good for kids to go back to school. And it may be worth the risk. You're like, are you, you don't seem like the kind of guy who would say the same thing Trump said. But that's the thing. A lot of people right now are really charged. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Yesterday on my show, I introduced the idea of McDonald's as a stock on a play, on a mentality of we want to get out of the house, not cook. But some of us aren't ready to go to restaurants. Some of us are ready to go to restaurants. I've got a friend who um, he is regularly not practicing social distancing or any sort of like thought. 60 people, get togethers, travel, like restaurants. I'm not saying he smokes and drinks, but some people just are plowing ahead and some people are holding back. And that's going to make the reopening a little bit bumpy. Kodak's stock has nearly tripled after reporting $765 million government loan to help produce generic drugs. So Eastman Kodak, a company that is a classic Dow stock from the 60s, it, it, it's kind of got a lifeline. It's kind of a pathetic company. It's no longer what it used to be. So they get a lifeline from the government and people are going to be like, oh, th- that teeny tiny little stock is kind of an area where I want to play. And it's like, no, you don't. They just got a lifeline from the good. Those don't come every day. Be cautious. I see a lot of people make big mistakes with speculation in times of distress. I have a friend. I have two friends. Um, I'm going to speak with one of them on Thursday. 
One of them is a firefighter, and we're going to talk real estate strategies because he sees what COVID is doing to big cities as he wants in on that that play. I'm not going into the meeting predisposed to that's a bad idea, but the general idea is that cities like Reno and Sacramento, but Reno in particular, uh, Truckee, uh, Lake Tahoe, those communities have plenty of space to build. And a lot of people are saying, you're here in Google, say you don't have to come back to work until mid-2021. Well, if you're staying at home, working from home in a 1,600-square-foot home, and you got two kids, you're, you're going to be like, I, I want to come back to the office. Please, please, I want to come back. To the, my home is too small. We're on top of each other. I can't breathe. My children are suffocating me. And that thought is pushing people to say, let's go to outside markets. To the tune of realtors are now selling the pitch to clients. Hey, this market is going to be in a five-year boom. You buy now, you refinance in five years, and you can go from a 3,000-square-foot house to a 6,000-square-foot house. And people are eating it up. So there's a thing going on there right now where people want to go out and and get a bigger home. I heard a realtor justify a 4,000-square-foot home. Or it was a 1,600-square-foot home, but it was on a big lot. And she goes, People like to entertain at home now. They want a big lot. And I'm like, whoa, we want we want some square footage in the house too. But realtors can sell it. They can sell anything. <laughs> no comment about my opinion on that statement. Apple has had a miraculous run over the last 15 years. It is a company that went from being kind of an oddball computer maker. Remember the colored Macs and the, the dancing shadows for the music and iTunes. And they were an oddball little company that really figured out the phone really well. And then when they figured that out, they were like, we need to make this last. They, they went after services. So for the first you know, t- 10 years of the iPhone, we're like, oh, the hardware sales, hardware sales, hardware sales, phone sales, phone sales, phone sales. Look how many units they got out there. And they once got it in installed base of like a billion. We're like, um, you're not going to be able to sell as much hardware. A lot of big numbers are going to hit you. So Apple shifted towards wearables with the watch, and they shifted towards services. So the App Store is super important. To give you an idea of how I think about the App Store, I own shares of Apple. I have recently sold my first position ever in Apple. But I did it for profit-taking and not necessarily, let's, let's micromanage the App Store and let's take a look at licensing and Apple Care. Let's take a look at the iCloud, iMusic, uh, Apple TV, and other downloads that people can get at iTunes. Is like you're paying for games and things like that. So App Store dominates Apple's service revenues. Their newest services are yet to make a big dent at all. Apple TV, Apple Music have nothing on the App Store. So Arcade, News Plus, TV Plus, Apple Card, um, all things that we're, we're trying to pay attention to because the company's too big to grow on hardware alone. So services has been a bright spot for the company. Now analysts are taking a look at the services quarter to quarter. is super important. So, But it's the existing services like the App Store and licensing deals and the App Store. Apple's going to be in front of Congress this week, and Spotify has said things like, 
it's not fair that Apple has the hardware and the software because they make us pay 30% to be on their platform. Now, Spotify doesn't have a store in the world. Spotify gets to develop a business and say, we think it should be on Google phones and we think it should be on Apple phones. Now, what cost does Apple, why do they have to open it up? Well, because you become monopolistic and you abuse your power, your position. If you say Apple music's better than any other music, therefore we're not going to put Spotify on our platform. And if you have an Apple phone, you thus have to use Apple music. So the Apple has to play along. But in front of Congress this week, Spotify is saying things along the lines of, they're not very nice. They make us pay too much. And they have their own music service. We have to compete with them, even though they don't have to give themselves a cut of their business, we have to give them a cut of our business. I don't know if, it, if it's akin to a drug deal or anything like that. It was like, oh, you're in New York City and you're in a new borough and you think you're going to come sell that crack cocaine in my neighborhood? No way, you're not. I will let you sell a little marijuana, but no crack. Crack's my domain. So Apple's saying, we want to do our music. And Spotify says, but we're competing against you and you have the heart. Like, it's getting a little bit messy, so we're paying really close attention because what I just told you is their app store is still very dominant in their services. They still make – when you sign up for a subscription to Calm or your yoga service, when you sign up to a subscription for games, when you sign up for a game, Apple gets 30% of that cut. And if there's like downloadables of Candy Crush and you're, you're paying you know money for bucks so you get free spins, Apple gets a piece of that. So it's super important to keep the stock higher, but now it's so important that they're going to Congress. It's like, uh-oh, fingers crossed they'll figure something out, but go tell that to Microsoft in the 90s. Anyway, you can find me online at newfocusfinancial.com. That webinar replay is live and now at newfocusfinancial.com. Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at kdow.biz or on the KDOW radio app. 2020, we're more than halfway done, which means in theory you should be looking at having at least funded half of your 401k contributions for the year. That's probably the number one most important thing I can tell you to take advantage of if you want to create wealth in your lifetime. A lot of people want to create wealth in 10 years or less or five years or less or three years or less. This would be my year. Best thing I ever did was when I got a job that had a 401k I started it slowly put in $166 a month that's all I was able to afford it came out to about $2,000 a year in my head $2,000 a year doing that for five years at $166 a month that's a coffee a day you've heard every dumb Wall Street person say it oh can you give up a Starbucks one Starbucks a day is a retirement plan I'm not that guy but that's where we all started. $166 a month. It's doable. You can break that down to 30 days and you can look at that as like $5 and change a day, right? You can find that money. In theory, you can find it. In, you can find it in your couch. Your couch is a great money eater. I'm not going there. I'm just going to tell you it's a lot easier than you think to become rich. Once you get that first 10,000, and that should double every seven years, 10 becomes 20, 20 becomes 40, 40 becomes 80, and all you did was $166 a month. It's nice. It's not going to be a salve. It's not going to be a cure-all, be-all kind of thing. 
800-516-1220 to get your calls in the air. Take a look at the stock market state. Stock markets open a little bit lower. Techs are weighing on things at this point in time. Apple, Google, Microsoft, Amazon have all had such good years. If you were to say freeze, you get that performance for the rest of the year. I'd be like, yeah, that, that's that's good. That's a little – It's it is what it is, right? Um, some stocks have pulled ahead. 800-516-1220 calls on the air. Police are spending hours and hours. The headline is huge out there. It's going through like the TMZs in the world. A 700-person party in New Jersey. Uh, I don't know about you, but it seems like the way we're approaching this is not a unified approach. That's all I'm going to say. Um, 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. And again, I don't know any better than anyone else. That's the best way of saying it. Senate Republicans are proposing a $1,200 stimulus check. How did you spend your first $1,200? I can tell you how some of my friends did. I didn't qualify for it, but I knew some of my friends saw it as, ooh, that's an iPhone. I, it's, it's weird how the $1,200 is almost perfectly with tax, a new iPhone. I'm not – it's not a conspiracy theory, but – how did you spend your money? Did it save you? Did it bail out your rent? A lot of a lot of um, foreclosures going to start happening um, as Congress backs away from giving you everything that they can in the kitchen sink. You're going to see a lot of renters kicked out. Evictions are going to happen um, as Congress gets away from you know demanding what companies do with stimulus money. You're going to see airlines start cutting more and more staff to match up with their business. And I don't blame them. Here's the kicker is it's so easy to hate big companies, but they don't have unlimited money. They don't. And like the airlines in particular, I want them to to cut people. They've done it responsibly. They've asked people for early retirement. They've given them packages and incentives to go. And then it's going to get tough. If you had a company that said, let's say you manufactured I don't know. Um, plastic power rings? I don't know. And the fad is is awesome. You make a ton of money on the fad. Everyone has to have one of these plastic rings. And then suddenly no one wants one. They've moved on to like aluminum. You, you're going to go out of business or you're going to have to fire people. I get it. You're going to have to rebalance your, your level of staff dedicated to it. Um. Quicken Loans parent Rocket aims to raise $3.3 billion in an IPO. That's one of the headlines out there. And here's one of the problems that I have. And again, this isn't big. You should be able to take advantage of this and, and like go, I get it. I, I, Rob has a problem with it. One of the problems with the internet is Napster made it so easy to steal music. Do you remember Napster? You'd get a peer-to-peer and you'd suddenly like – you'd search for, let's say, you liked um, – I don't know, Nirvana, smells like teen spirit. And then you would say, you type that in and, oh, look, there's 500 other people who have smells like teen spirit on their computers and we can all start sharing files from him right now or from those 500 people. It made it too easy. And Robinhood, the app, has made it too easy to buy stocks. So some of the analysis that I'm hearing from college kids are, ah, 
you wouldn't believe what my influencer said. He said, buy this stock on Robinhood. So influencers now are giving stock advice to people who are not testing things with like the big picture tests, pokes. You're supposed to poke at a company for its sales, its earnings, its margins, its management, its product. Uh, you're supposed to have things that you like. In the internet with Napster, it made it so easy to steal a song that we go, I'm not hurting Nirvana. And if I like the song, I'll buy the album. People started justifying it, right? People are doing that with Robinhood and buying stocks. They're, they're saying, well, it's so easy to do. Look, I just hit a buy. I just bought, I, I'm, I'm a stock broker for God's sakes. I, I just bought a stock. And what you're doing is playing a game. But Rocket Mortgage is doing the same thing, and I, I kind of don't like it. Dan Gilbert, who owns the Cleveland Cavaliers, this tells you how much money Rocket Mortgage is making. Um, he's going to sell part of the company, and he's going to let it go public. And I might buy it because I hate them. I, I think they're making mortgages too easy. And to me, the mortgages should only be something you count or counsel through because you're taking out a half a million dollars sometimes, and it's stressful to pay that back. But you have to. But you can get it approved in three seconds on our app. At Rocket Mortgage. So Rocket Mortgage is coming public. Um, company I don't like because it, it makes it too easy to get that much money. <clears throat> company that I do like because of that. So the IPO will be very interesting to me. If that's Does that make sense? You can find me at New Focus Financial. The webinar is in replay mode at newfocusfinancial.com for this week only. I'm Rob Black sitting in for CFP Chad Burton.